Hey, it's Spencer Foreman and Luke Stacy. This is episode two of the WP Launchify podcast. That's not really a podcast. We're not using the word podcast. Let's just say hello. Hello, Luke. Good afternoon Good to afternoon, you. Good afternoon, Spencer. Hey, this one, we're going to have a little bit of a conversation. We've uh, tried some different formats, but basically what we want to say today is that we're going to give you a short little overview or kind of a private look into our conversations when we discuss how to help small business owners with their WordPress websites. Today, the topic is five mistakes that small business owners make with their website. So we're going to do a little peek behind the kimono and talk about the things that we see all the time. So if any of these sound like you, don't worry, we're not going to mention your name, but we are going to bring up some funny examples. So do you want to outline for us what we're going to talk about today? And then we'll cover each of them individually. Or you want me to list them out? We have a list today. We're just talking. We're just having a so conversation. Everybody usually nowadays, everybody manages to get a website up. They might use Squarespace. They might use WordPress. They might use another platform. They manage to get something up, but they don't necessarily manage to do it well. In fact, very few people seem to actually have an effective website, unfortunately. And there's some really key mistakes that we see across the board that are common to... Um, all business users that have certainly ones that have done it themselves. And these tend to be things like having a, you know, a ridiculous color scheme that looks like it's from the, from the late nineties, having a bad logo that's looked like it was made in, in Microsoft word, um, having no call to action, having a bad headline and just generally having too much stuff on there. I mean, there is exceptions. We were just talking before that, you know, in Asia, the, the trend seems to be that, that, that more is better and that that works for them but but in the west it's very much you know clean one thing to do and and that's the way to to engage with your visitors right i mean unless you're in times square or making blade runner 3 the idea is that you really need to focus on what's the purpose of your, of your website and i want to add we have a, a word for all this right so the best businesses in the world understand what they do well and they understand what they don't do well. And so where WP Launchify kicks in is that we've got 40 plus years of entrepreneurial experience, understanding how to build and grow businesses from scratch. And then you wrap that up with what we can do to take care of all your WordPress tech questions and needs and layer that on top of the sort of, sort of solid core platform. And now you've got basically like a one-stop shop where it's not just some geek sitting in a cubicle from another country or even in the United States who doesn't know or care what you're doing with this. Instead, we're trying to explain that, look, we know how to build businesses. And if we see that you're the kind of person that has these five mistakes, we're here to help you not only in just the mechanical or technical, but in the why do you do things differently. So let's start talking about those because this is a word we call or a phrase we call, it's like having toilet paper on the shoe of your business. You're out on that hot date, you want to impress the person you're with, you come out of the bathroom and you look like a million bucks, except you're dragging a roll of Charmin behind you. And all of a sudden, your best laid plans are up in smoke. Same with your business. If you've got a great service, great product, and your website looks like you don't know what you're doing, eh, loser, you are not going to get that sale. Let's talk about bad logo. Bad logo is usually what? Like two big things, I think. You tell me what you think. I think it's wrong size, wrong shape. Well, wrong size, one wrong shape and, and wrong uh, job 
position. Some people think that they're logo designers when they've never designed anything else in their lives and they attempt to put something together that represents their brand, but it's really just, uh, you know, it's a, a complete car crash of a logo and they would be better <laughs> off without one because it really, it doesn't get across their brand message at all. It just makes them kind of look foolish and, and, and amateurish and, you know, it doesn't. Yeah. And, we, and corporations have done this too, by the way. If you're a solopreneur, don't worry. I mean, we've seen corporations like Coca-Cola once tried to rebrand or Pepsi and it was just, they had to go tail between their legs. Right. right? right. Uh, interestingly enough too, on the bad logo itself, the shape and the size, that's why I was beefing on it. But I think you're right that like, what's the purpose of it? We say with the domains, your website domain, it should be easy to say, easy to spell, easy to remember. I think the logo has that same job, right? It has to fit in a certain place in your site, but it's there so that people will recognize you just by seeing the logo. So if you come up with something really wacky and it doesn't represent what you think it does to people, well, what's the point of it being there at all versus some of the most effective logos today are just simply colorized words, right? Colorized words of your name. I mean, look at us. It's WP Launchify is just the two words and then a little symbol to represent kind of like a rocket, you know, shooting some jets out the bottom. But all, all logos um, have those two elements, don't they, to play with. It's the it's the icon and it's the text that goes with it. I mean, as soon as you as soon as you go just for the iconic thing, that's where I think you, you know, you really need a, a, you know, a very good logo designer to get your message across when it's just an icon because it can be interpreted in so many ways. If you combine that with text, then at least the person knows the name of your business and the icon is just a way to sort of visually hook it in the customer's mind. Right. Reinforce it. And then the size and the shape kicks in because in almost every case today, 2017 and beyond, you have a responsive website. The people are going to be scrolling vertically. And even if you keep the header fixed at the top of the screen, do not make your web logo vertical that it takes so much space. It should be horizontally oriented because that way it could be really minimal up in the upper left corner, which there's a thing called the F shape of attention. People's eyes gravitate in at least Western American, uh, well, in all Westernized countries that use the Roman alphabet. It's like upper left corner is the highest level of attention. So your logo should be up in that upper left corner and take as little space as possible. And the only way to achieve that is if you have a horizontal logo not some skyscraper vertical birthday cake or wedding cake kind of a thing. Um, hand in hand with this whole, like, what the heck are you doing is the color scheme. So, yes, it is cool. I grew up in the 70s and almond and avocado and burnt orange and bell-bottom pants and all the other nonsense. But today there's certain colors that work and some that don't. Well, not, right? like, or, or maybe, you know, have complete aesthetic choice on the colors, but it's just keep it keep it simple, you know, two, maybe three colors, not nine or 10 different colors. As soon as you, you go past the two or three mark, then like, you know, first you're really making a statement. And, and second, you're probably really making a bad statement because it just looks like you've, you know, you've got several cans of paint and just gone crazy on the wall. You want to keep it simple <laughs> and, and, and clean and just to choose two complementary colors one one color is is always used to make things stand out like your buttons and your contact forms and your and your uh, call to action and another color is just your you know the, the backdrop for the entire look of the site 
Right. And again, this is kind of where, hey, love Sergeant Peppers. I love the 60s. I, you know, everything about the era, but Paisley shirts and psychedelia are not what you need for a current website because, again, people are busy. The content should be king. The color scheme should be very muted and very simple for the reasons of people will then understand. This particular color, typically a blue, is your primary link color. When they see that color, they know that's something to click. Another color may be your big call to action button color. That color means it's a button and so on. And that the trend today also is towards very muted backgrounds, maybe an alternating gray and white row pattern is something you use so that people scrolling on a mobile device know they're in one section versus another section, but not to the extent that they feel they've just stepped into you know a black light room or something. Uh, very important to do less upfront. The less you do, you will always be safe. The more you do, as you said, you're making a statement. And maybe that statement is the thing that's going to push somebody off the ledge to think, oh my gosh, I do not want to, to learn yoga from this person. Okay. Headlines. Headline is sort of simple, but the big thing is headline on your site should be the first thing people see, like the billboard on the highway. It should be, what is the pain that I have when I read your website that I go, oh my gosh, I need the solution to that pain because I have that pain. But oftentimes right. we don't see that though. We see, uh, hi, I'm Ginny. I'm a, I'm a yoga teacher. And while, you know, that certainly tells you who you are and what it does, it doesn't speak to me in any way. I mean, you know, great, you're a yoga teacher. How, how does that help me? You know, I mean, it's not a headline if you're not identifying something about the pain that I'm suffering as your customer. I don't really want to know. You know I've not got to the point where I want to understand about you yet. I want to understand how you're going to help me. That's going to get me to go further. Right. And it's interesting because one of the things that we do so often at Launchify is it's an aha moment. So a business owner comes to us and they think they're being super clever about it's look, this is about me. And look at I have 30 years of experience and look, I'm five foot tall and I can put my, you know, my knee around my head and stand on one hand. And nobody cares because the person who is driving down the highway who sees a billboard is attracted to getting divorced, need a lawyer, bankrupt, have cockroaches, hungry. It's all about them, their needs, their pain. They need to know immediately from you on the top of their website, first and foremost, what is the number one pain that they probably have that you can solve? Because that is the purpose of your website today. It is to act as a billboard for what it is that you focus on and what kind of person would respond to it. And if you're missing that opportunity, you're just really, you're killing your business. And that's where a lot of our experience as entrepreneurs kick in because we're really super effective at suggesting or giving examples in some cases. If somebody wants to use their time for that, writing effective headlines if we understand your business. The idea is that if you don't do it well, you're going to fail because everybody else is going to be doing it effectively. It's no longer an option. It's sort of your ticket to entry of the online world, right? Almost like with the imagery and so forth. If you're still using really janky pictures that look like they were taken with a 10-year-old camera, everybody else is using 4K stuff and you're going to look silly, right? What about this thing with the headline telling people what their pain is? The next step is like no call to action. So, okay, great. You've made the billboard. Now what? Well, this, um, this is what we see. You know, it says, hi, I'm Ginny. I'm a yoga teacher. And then the button says, contact me now. And, and you know, that's such a, why <laughs> you've not convinced me to do anything. I, you know, maybe I want to, uh, 
improve my back pain in in 30 days or i want to you know increase my decrease my stress levels or i want to have a you know an affirmative statement there that makes me want to click because it's going to help me achieve something contacting you is something i just have to do that's that's not a call to action yeah i think it's essentially the same billboard metaphor so billboards on the highway are you hungry? Turn right at the next exit to the blankety blank pancake house. You know, going bankrupt? Call Bob, the lawyer. He can get you out of it today. You know, have cockroaches? Call, you know, Susie, the exterminator. Your headline, let's say your yoga teacher is that. You know, are you, you know, uh, just had kids need a postnatal, you know, yoga session? Call me. I specialize in helping moms, you know, stuff like that. You were nodding your head. Was there th- well, something else? The, the, the phrase "contact me" unless there's you've established a really strong, um, uh, you've established what the symptom of the pain is and how you're going to solve it with a headline. Saying "contact me" really does nothing because that's just uh, just something you have to do anyway. If you use another word, even "find out more." is more <laughs> is more tantalizing to me to see than just "contact me" because contact you, I have to like type a message and say, tell me more. If you just said, find out more, and I clicked and that gave me more information, for example, then I've, you know, you've taken me to the next level. You've got me to do something, but already asking me to phone you or send you an email when I've just, all I've seen is your picture and that you're a yoga teacher. I mean, that that's just too much, you know? Yeah, well, I think that's where we should identify a couple things. So I'm going to elaborate a little bit. For those of you who have not heard of this before, you're, there's really three components on the top of your website, right? There's the headline. Maybe there's a little bit of a subheadline that describes it. Then there is effectively a pain solution that you are promising, as Luke just said, specifically. And then there's what's called a call to action button, where you're telling the people exactly what to do in order to see the kind of relief or at least explore the kind of relief you're offering. And this is how it works. So, for example, let's say uh, we're talking about prenatal yoga, right? A very specific thing. So your headline would be, are are you pregnant? And and I'm just writing this on the fly. Are you you an expecting mother and want to, you know, uh, keep your flexibility? And, you know, we I'm Susie. I specialize in only moms that are three to six months pregnant. Then it is I have a free lead magnet for you that will be your treat, your toy, your you know gift for giving me permission to kind of open up this channel of communication with you. So click here to get your free guide on the best poses for you know pregnant women to do at home, completely free. Right. Then Susie or whomever the, the prospect is gives their email, they click and you deliver the lead magnet, but now that person is in your mailing automation list and now you can open up the dialogue. They have exemplified by clicking that they are interested in your pain solution and the fact that you seem to be speaking to them. And now you have permission to follow up with, hey, I'll use myself. Hey, Susie, I, you know, I saw that you got the free download and I wanted to follow up because I'm doing private training for moms. Maybe you'd be interested in a private training session. And here's how that works. You see, it's like having a storefront in real life where if you had a great window and it had cool stuff in it and you had the door and the door was open and when they walked in, they could, let's say, explore what's in the store, take a free sample of your brownies or cookies in exchange for leaving their business card. That's a good business. If you had this great window and the door was locked and they could see there was something there, but there was like, what do I do now? Then the people just keep walking 
And so you don't want to have a website that screws this up because if you don't have a great headline identifying the who and why, you solve the pain and you don't have something to give them in exchange for their email to follow up with. And you don't give them a clear call to action, like get this free guide and start doing this at home now, then you're missing your opportunity. And as entrepreneurs, that's the kind of stuff that we do. We think at WPLauncherify.com, nobody else who's just a pure tech person does this because they don't run businesses. They haven't had 20,000 plus you know, clients in the past who need this stuff. We actually deal with this all day long, every day. What about that last one? Too much stuff. Since we are probably speaking to people in America, there's a website you were talking about. What is Ling's Cars? L-I-N-G-S-C-A-R-S.com. Well, Ling's Cars is the exception to the rule. But let's talk about the rule first and then and then why it's broken <laughs> in that situation. Let's talk about supermarkets. When you go into a supermarket, okay. the very first thing you see is usually the the, the fresh vegetables and fruit right in front of you when you go in it entices you into the store and you get sucked in by the you know all the different types of fruit and vegetables you can buy then as as you get led around the supermarket you get directed you know psychologically and subtly by the way that they've laid out the supermarket and they even you know when you get to the checkout and you're waiting to pay then they'll have all the you know the chocolate bars and the candy and the, and the sweets there that you might pick up your website is the is the same way you'll have to think of it like like the supermarket and you want people to to move through it in a certain order but if you stick on too much stuff there so it's all chaotic and someone doesn't know where to go next then you completely lost the flow of of the website and they're just going to you know get distracted and click close in the browser tab and they'll be lost forever right there's so many metaphors i love the supermarket one because it's actually I'm going to bring in another one, but the supermarket, they've proven scientifically. I mean, you see this now when you look for it, the fresh fruits and vegetables and meats are all on the outside aisles. The carbohydrates and the cereals and the junk food are all in the middle and the sodas and all, you know, in other words, there's like every single store has them laid out the same way. And if you recognize this, you can actually eat healthier and buy better foods for yourself. But it's like they're designed because the psychology of getting somebody in the maze you know, they get into that carbohydrates maze and they never leave until their cart is full. In the same worse way, your websites, uh, the websites we've seen that are bad, have set themselves up for this grave anxiety that the business owners who don't think this through or don't have the expertise of being in this field are so worried if they don't say everything, every possible thing that we ever can think of on the homepage, that it's going to make a, a problem. And that's the exact wrong approach. We know in dating and relationships that the most powerful and attractive people are the ones that don't say anything about themselves. They make it all about the other person. They just kind of use one or two keywords here and there to keep the conversation going by asking a question and make the person fill in all of the blanks about what it is that this you know, person on the other side of the table is so strong and silent could do for them and make them feel. And in the same way, your website, clear headline, clear pain solution, clear call, clear call to action, less stuff on the front. It's a powerful message. I'm a yoga instructor who comes to your office or comes to your home and gives private training. And you click here to find more about a sample of what I do and not everything under the sun. And also, this is another point too, having really good quality imagery that shows you as you are. I mean, it should be you. 
is better than putting all kinds of crazy stuff about, I don't know, like, you know, you with 10,000 people at some event or you in a crowd of other, you know, it's about, they want to look you in the eyes across the table, like you're at a dinner date and say like, can I trust you? Are you the person I'm going to let into my home or my office that I'm going to make myself vulnerable to, especially in your service business like yoga? So ironically, and if you guys visit for fun, see the opposite, like lingscars.com would be the thing you do if you're in a, a different culture that they expect and want the sort of maze of surprise. But if you really want to convert an American customer in particular, which most of you probably will, you want something that does the opposite. It should be a one-to-one relationship that's clear, expected, lets them fill in the details that are missing or, or reach out to you with questions. Say less. Everything that you think you need, you probably don't. It's almost like uh, one of those hoarder TV shows where they go, you have, you know, go through everything in the house, right? And just pick out the three things that you think want to get rid of, get rid of them now. Okay, so just to wrap it up, five mistakes business owners are making that we solve at WB Launchify because of our experience as being entrepreneurs, really simple. Bad logos, bad color schemes, bad headlines, no call to action, and too much stuff. Don't make that mistake. If you have any questions, you can reach out to us for free all the time at wplaunchify.com. Just click on the Help Scout button. Ask us a question. Questions are free. Our service is designed to kind of take you where you are and get you where you want to go and remove all of the tech problems, but also all of the questions about what to do and why for making your business effective, especially in a service business like yoga. I want to say thanks to Luke for taking the time today. Thank you, Spencer. See you guys. Thank you. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Look forward till then. See ya.